Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited about this episode of Nash Butte. But as you know, I do intros now to catch you up on everything. So before we listen to my wonderful talk with Amanda Seals, we talk hair, we talk makeup, and spoiler alert, we break into a song a couple of times. I just wanted to, once again, plug NatchBute.com. In this episode, we discuss a lot of brands, and unfortunately, some of them test on animals, such as Clinique. And unfortunately, NARS has recently joined the Animal Testing Club. So I'm going to list some cruelty-free dupes of some of the products and colors of products that we talk about on Nashbeat.com. Check that out when we're done. Also, I have a ton, a ton of guests coming up on Nashbeat. And if you want to send them in a question... They're all listed on Nashview.com on my Ask a Guest page. So head to Nashview.com, hit Ask a Guest, look at everybody, feast your eyes upon them, and maybe send in a question if somebody might be your favorite or you might have something you're curious about. Ask a damn question. Also, uh, Amanda and I get a little bit into like look and fly on a budget, and I totally forgot to mention that the greenest way to look shake is to recycle, baby! So, if your town has a Buffalo Exchange, I googled it, they're all across the USA, you can go in and buy, sell, and trade your clothes. So, like, if you want to afford a nice jacket, but you don't want to buy it at the store, you could probably find it at Buffalo Exchange because people are flaky as hell. And you might be able to find what you were trying to find at the store for half price. And it's recycled, okay? So you can pick up something cute, and it cuts down on clothing waste. Also, I recently just got into Poshmark. And there's a million Poshmark-like websites, but it's essentially like an online, you know, garage sale. So you got all kinds of stuff. People are selling clothes, shoes, makeup. I saw somebody selling their kidney on Poshmark. I mean, they got it all on there, okay? So that's another thing that we didn't think of in the moment. We talk about, like, how to look good uh, when you, you know, don't have a lot of money, whatever. Go to Poshmark. You can buy things that these people these rich bitches don't wear. They have they have these shoes. They wear them three times. They get rid of them on Poshmark. You get them for half the price. Uh, save the money, honey. So I thought of that. Um, and then I guess I'm just going to end with saying, Nash Butte is here to make us happy. And that's my goal. And there's a lot of shit going on in the world, you know? Every day we read about things happening. And I just want to remind everybody... Keep up on your self-care. Hug yourself. Hug your pets. Hug your loved ones. And if you need an escape from all of that, Nash Butte's here for you, honey. That's our goal, okay? So please enjoy my chat with Amanda Seals. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a Nash Butte, Nash Butte, Nash Butte, Nash Butte, Oh, yeah. Wake up. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. Yeah, that's right. I kicked it old school with that intro. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte. I am so excited. I'm so excited that you're here, ah! guest. Let me. I wrote you a little intro. Okay. Okay. So, 
Today on Nashville, we have a very special guest. I'm honored that she's here. She's a comedian, actress, Instagram story gemmer, artist, <laughs> activist, cancer, and cat lover, Amanda Seals. Hey! We are about to get into some business that I feel you don't get into that often. I mean, I would love to get into it more. Right. So I love being here because I do care about Butte. Yes, honey. Okay, so... I didn't even know you had a cat, but I just, I've been stalking you on Instagram and I'm like, okay, we, first of all, I love, you met Chooch, my dog. We got to just talk a little bit about you're a cat mom, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I've never heard you discuss your cat that much. So I would just maybe tell everybody about your cat as a little warm up. Oh, well, uh, Lando Catrician. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Lando Catrician came, I mean, I think like in the... In just like the human experience, he came to me via rescue, mm-hmm. but in the metaphysical experience, he came to me from a cloud. Yep. A cloud city, to be exact. Yeah. Um, I say the same thing about Chooch. I said she descended upon mm-hmm. a cloud to me. Yeah. And like, literally, I had a boyfriend at the time who was like, you need to get like a pet or something to love. And I was like, right, because I shouldn't love you. You literally just said to me yeah. that I shouldn't love you. And I was like, well, let's see if he gets me this cat for my birthday. And he didn't. And I was like, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to go get this cat. Yeah. And I looked on the ASPCA in New York and there was Lando just like, and I was like, that's my guy. Yeah. I know it. I went, got him. He flew with me here um, when He's I moved bi-coastal. a year later. Bicoastal yeah. kitty. I moved from New York to here. He's living his best life. He has patios to experience. Oh, yes. He doesn't even understand like the level of dopeness yes. that he's experiencing They now. don't understand yeah. it. I always think of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials <laughs> with the sad, and I'm like, yes. Chooch, you better recognize. Mm-hmm. You don't know the life I have given you. You have such a good life. But Lando Kairisian, anyone who watches my story is like, I wake up every morning, Lando sleeps with me. I always start the day with a picture of Lando that says mornings. Um, I was going through it last week, and Lando was just like, I could feel it. I'm telling you, they're selfless. They're selfless little animals. You could feel it. Yeah, well, I'm shout out to Lando. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all about that name. So I saw one of your IG story gems that said, you were basically saying like, hey, why don't you people use Google? I think oh, you were on a vacation oh. and you were like, I talked about a Harry Potter tour and people kept DMing me and asking about it. Google, damn it, do your own research. So luckily for you, I do research. I'm hoping I did you right. Okay. But I just real quick wanted to ask you because I didn't know you were a Harry Potter fan. I was wondering what Hogwarts house you identify with. So, you know, people always feel like it's cliche to say Gryffindor, but I have been properly sorted. Yes, I'm all about that. You know, I've been sorted by the sorting hat several times, and I was on Pottermore, like, when they were beta, okay? Yes. Before they even got their act together. I was on Pottermore pre-Flash. Oof. Okay? That's early. And, um, yeah, so I am a Gryffindor. Courageous. I'm so... Brave. I I wish... Listen, I thought I was a Gryffindor, and then I did the... You're a Ravenclaw. I'm a Hufflepuff baby. Are you? I am a, I'm like 99, according to the Pottermore. I'm like Hufflepuff dead in the ground. Like, you know? You know what, though? I can see that. There is a bit of Luna Lovegood coming through yet. Oh, LL and JJ. I'm feeling it. I mean, I'm fine with it. But I also read on your website that your Patronus is a Black Panther with wings. Correct. Mine is a dolphin. (laughs) That doesn't 
we can hang. We can yeah. hang. Yeah. Okay. I, I like just it. again, I was I'm finding all these things out about you that I found interesting <laughs> and I wanted to share. So that's great. Um, so I did Google Amanda Seals makeup. I googled Amanda Seals hair because I was like, if she's ever said anything about lips makeup, I want to be aware of it so I can bring it up, whatever. But you it's know, not there. All the interviews you've done, they've hardly they ever. Asked. I'm telling you. So I'm just grateful and happy to have you on and i give a lot of fucks about that that's why listen we got a lot to talk about i just also want to say that you're an educated woman i appreciate that thank you your scholastic uh accolades (laughs) and i love that you keep it real slash keep it glam so sometimes you do no makeup you know hair wrapped some days you're like look at me i'm i'm I'm, i got the professional hair and makeup look at me i love that i love when people keep it real on their instagram because it's all lights and you know it's all a highlight reel yeah, exactly. And, and then people like who are healthy. looking at that. Exactly. Oh, no. People look at that and then they think that that's what they need to be like all the time. Right. Why am I in my house with a full face on? But people do it. It's I, I just went to this makeup party, an Urban Decay makeup party, and I got so depressed. I was like, I'm the oldest person here by a decade. <laughs> and there were all these Instagram girls and their fa- the whole party was just them filming themselves like, I'm so snatched. And I was just like, live your life. Put your phone down. Engage with another human. Engage. It made me feel old. I was just like, yeah, we're in that old, like we're in the we generation are. where we can still speak to each other. Yes, and we demand it. Yes, I'm actually like really real. I'm ha- I'm going through this whole like spiritual awakening, but I I'm realizing it. that like I definitely need to be more demanding about like stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and like you either choose to be down with that or not, but yeah. like you can't argue the relevance of. Communicating with people in a real way is you. necessary. It, they're losing it. The kids are losing that ability. They're losing anyway, it. enough about my old lady rants. So uh, let's see what I have first. We have some questions from listeners. Ooh. Which I thought were... Let's, let's get them going. It'll okay. be a fun little intro. So Jessica wants to know... I normally say where they're from, but Jessica had all her shit on private. Girl, go for you. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. She was on private. I couldn't see where she's from. But she said... Uh, she said, what's your skincare routine like when working? I assume to be long hours on set. So what I was assuming this question meant is like, when you get off a set from a long night, is there a special thing you do to get off the makeup, kind of decompress, any skincare you like, any special things? Well, first of all, like the biggest thing is actually just taking the makeup off because you're so tired that sometimes you really try and trick yourself into thinking like, maybe I just like don't even really need yeah. to like do this whole thing. I'll I look just... pretty all night. Yeah. Yeah. And I have definitely tricked myself into that BS before. So one thing that I did was um, Clinique has... Uh, take the day off? Yes. But they have take the day off wipes now. I'm all about the wipe life. And so the wipes are very helpful at the end of a really long day, right? But the trick is that people think that you can just do the wipe and chill. And it's like, no, it's still all that oil and stuff is like in your pores. Yeah. So I've definitely forced myself to... Get my Clairsonic on. Yep. Okay. Now we are. Now we're going. Okay. And it's crazy because I've literally never had a facial in my life, um, which I need to like do. But hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what my dad says. Okay, dad. I mean, I didn't realize that the Clairsonic is really it is doing like microdermabrasions. So I remember one time we were in the trailer getting makeup done and and Yvonne, who plays Molly on Insecure, was like, what are you doing to your face? Because it looks like 
really good. Like, you're glowing. And I was like, well, I'm not pregnant. So yeah. there's not that. Not that, yeah. And she was like, no, but like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm drinking like the regular amount of water. And then I was like, oh, I've been doing this like clear sonic thing. And she's like, ah, that's what it is. Yeah. And the makeup artist was like, that's what it is. Natalie is her name. Um, Ooh, she sounds like a Spice Girl. She's so British. And it. those two things are like, what I feel has been making the difference with taking the with with the end of the day yeah. taking the makeup off. I still use my L'Occitane Provence. Um, yeah, it's fancy, and you I lost literally me on that. I don't even know what that is. You know what L'Occitane en Provence? Oh yes, yes, yes. I know never how to say it though. I'm like L'Occitane. <laughs> you know. Oh God. Do you remember on uh, striptease when she goes, "It's for Sage." Like that's me. I'm a bumpkin, so you it's know. It's for Sage. Yeah, it's for Sage. I don't know how to pronounce it. And then I use Kiehl's turmeric um, mask every other week, but these days I haven't really been feeling Kiehl's because of their allegiance with L'Oreal and L'Oreal has proven to be pretty sideways kind of racist. Okay, you're in the right place because we hate L'Oreal here. Yeah. So, fuck you, L'Oreal! <laughs> Straight up gonna declare that! Fuck you! Yeah, so that's great. I We will get to masks. Like I said, I went through your Instagram. I stalked you real hardy. I, I screen grabbed a few masks, all kinds of stuff. So, yes. Um, excellent. Great, great answer. This is from Aria from Massachusetts. Hi, Aria. She says, why is Tiffany the most? And to that, I took it mm. to mean... What do you think of Tiffany's style and her makeup and her hair? And how much of you is in Tiffany? Because I feel like you guys' style is pretty different. It's like our style is different, but like... I feel like we're both coming from the same, from a different direction, landing in a similar place. Oh, and we should say Tiffany is the name of your character you play on Insecure. Insecure. Like Tiffany is very... Like, she's very bougie. Mm -hmm. Um, She likes to be very pulled up and together. Uh, She's very about appearances, you know, and and being presented as someone who has everything together. That matters to her. Her Instagram would not have no makeup selfies on it. Absolutely not. Never in a million years. Yeah. Um, She's also very about her man, you know, and just, like, doing what she needs to do for her man. And for her, that means, like, being presented a certain way, you know, um, being very, like, doting, but not, not... She's not about, like, being submissive, but it's just a balance for her. Yep. I understand those things, but I think they play out differently for me. So, like, I, um, for me, like, being together is being able to show that you can be, like, in a headscarf one minute, but then be glammed up another minute. Like, to me, that's together because that's trying to show people that you don't have to be insecure about... Like, the reality of life. Right. Like, whenever I'm, like, talking and realize that there's food in my teeth, I don't have, like, a conniption. Because it's like, well, you were just eating. Yeah. That's a natural way of life. That's a thing that happens. Yeah. You know? So, like, we've gotten really, like, caught up in, like, appearances as, like, a bottom line to... To who we are, and like I feel like Tiffany is is in that still, and so that's part of why she's the most is because she's having to do all this extra work. The show is called Insecure, right? Yeah, good uh, title hits, doesn't it? Yeah, hits you deep. Very cool. Yeah, I was wondering, like, uh, you know, Tiffany's hair versus your hair. You know, I was that's I was a wig. That's a full on wig. Really? Yeah, because season one, 
my hair like got damaged from all the heat that we were putting on it on a regular yeah. basis. And I was just like, can we please get a wig just to protect my hair? And same with um, Yvonne. We just were like, you know, it would be just so much more helpful. Because my curls, like when I lost my curls, it was like devastating. And it, in a way that felt so lame. I was like, why are you this devastated about your hair? Like, it's- Well, you know what, top model, every time Tyra cuts the hair off the girl, she flips out. It's Ugh. very connected to us as our, you know, our femininity, our who yeah. we are, our, you know, our culture, everything I is I didn't feel the same. Like, yeah. I literally would look in the mirror like, who are you? Who is this beach wave broad? And <laughs> I'm telling you, all of my friends that are a series regular on a show have had this same thing. Like, 70 Beatrice, she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was like, they fried all my hair off season one, so season two I had to get uh, a halo, like a piece. Yeah. Everybody has fake hair on TV for everybody listening. You have to do it. Yeah. I heard Nicole Kidman wears a wig. Why wouldn't she? Yeah. Everyone. I mean, literally, it's like... Maybe I'll cut that. It just makes it just makes sense. You know, like I mean, honestly, like I never wore like fake hair and stuff until I got out to LA. But then it also becomes like when you're doing like red carpets and all this glam stuff, like you start to it's fun. Like it yeah. doesn't feel fake as much that you just feel like, well, we're doing something extra. Right. So let's get extra. Yeah. I mean, that's the place to do it is the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Those those cameras, they don't lie. They don't. They're H they're really H D now. Oh, my God, they are. Jeez. That's the problem. This is a question from Sable, and Sable is in Houston. We're sending you our love, Sable. Yes. I love love Amanda. I want to know some stories regarding her reaction to times she has been asked to adjust her appearance for a role. Relax her own natural hair, color contacts, her skin, etc. I don't know if you have anything to say about this. So, when I was 17, Mm -hmm. I did a commercial for the USDA. Okay. Which, why, Amanda? Um, Listen, we're trying to pay the bills. And they asked me to stuff my bra. Oof. And, like, I was, like, 16 or 17, and I was always, like, a... No, I must have been 16, because I hadn't had my grocery bag. I had it that summer. So, but I was always, like, a late bloomer. And Same. You know... Late, late bloomer life. Yeah, yeah. Like, our 40s are about to be so popping. Oh, I cannot Do wait. Do you understand? <laughs> And um, just yachts, just yachts. Uh, like we're not even going to do the podcast yachts. from here. We're going to do the podcast on oh, a yacht. I cannot wait. It's all yachts. I see those like platters of fruit. Yes, like, beautiful just fruit platters and fruit oh, platters. jicama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, jicama. Jicama. Good water. Yeah. Good healthy water for yeah. you. Yeah, we're gonna have like just random cornucopias like in our crib. Like yes. when you walk in, you're just like, oh, there's a bounty here. Does Ooh. someone leave a bounty here? <laughs> There's a bounty of, of fruit, of berries. Oh my God, I love this bounty. Um, so with, uh, with that, like, you know, when you are on any of these jobs, there's always this air that makes you feel like I'm lucky to be here. So yes. I should not be difficult. Yes. I should not say anything. And I challenged them. And my mom, of course, went berserk. And my mom is not a momager, but don't try and play me. Yeah. She will come for your neck. Especially when you were a little kid. I'm I mean, like 16, 16 years old. and you're already telling me I need to stuff my bra for, mean, a, for a commercial on the United USDA. States Department of Agriculture? Ooh. Like, what? I got to put chicken cutlets, like real chicken yeah. cutlets? You want to chop up a chicken <laughs> and throw it in there? So that was crazy. But one of the biggest things I've been facing recently is just like you go on these sets where you don't necessarily have control over who your makeup artist is. And a lot of times they don't know how to do makeup for women with like any type of melanin in their yeah. skin. Like any type. It's not even just black girls. It's like Indian girls, Latinx, you know, Asian. It's just like you find these makeup artists that just haven't had the experience or haven't taken the time to practice. And then when you say stuff like, okay, I'd like to be natural, what they think that means is no makeup. 
And that's not what natural means. Right. Natural just means a certain style of makeup that isn't like, I don't want a heavy contour. Right. I don't need a smoky a eye. A clean face. A clean face. They call that. Mm-hmm. That's it. Give me some highlight. But, you know, it, it should look like I'm not wearing makeup, even though I'm wearing a full face of makeup. Right. And... I keep meeting that, you know, and then you'll have places that don't know what to do with black girl hair. Not a lick. And instead of them researching that you're coming on the show, they they just go, can you do your own? Absolutely. Yeah. Or they'll be like, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to use this curling iron. What are you using that curling iron for? You don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, to, to reinforce your curls. The. These curls are in the shape of an S. What are we talking about right now? I was on a set recently and they were like, well, if you didn't want heat on your hair, you should have brought your own product. And I was one of only two other principal women on the set. So it wasn't even like I was a day player or, you know, just in in an entourage, like none of that. So, you know, you just find yourself having to be very aware of things that you wish you didn't have to. Like I walk with a full kit when I go to shoots and I should not have to do that. Yeah. I've heard this from my friend. Oh, Haley. My friend Haley says hi. I've worked with Haley before. And it's crazy. Basically, I sit in the chair and they like do my hair. And then they're like, so did you bring your things? Yep. And she's like, yeah, I'll go upstairs mm-hmm. and do my hair. Me and I mean, Haley, same story. Yeah. It's, it's listen, shake hey, my Haley. damn head. That's my boat. Yeah. Oh, me too. Shake my damn head. Uh, I thought that was an interesting question. Um so yeah, because you know, I don't know. I've I only book under fives. So that's like my where I'm at. So like I've never been a series regular. Under five means under five lines. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to be insider for <laughs> everyone listening. Okay, or zero lines if you've seen me recently. Um, yeah, sometimes you get cut. Sometimes things get cut, and you're an extra. That's fine. Um, I was wondering, like, personally, I was wondering, like, how much say do you have now on Insecure about, like, your look and your hair and your makeup and your style? Like, can you come in and be like, you know, I think I'd rather wear my hair, like, like you said, the wig. Like, or, or, does, or does Tiffany have her own thing now? Well, even from the beginning, I was always, like, very vocal about, like, what I felt Tiffany should look mm-hmm. like. And, you know, I've communicated that with Issa and Melina and Prentice. That's so cool. I've never had producers. that. You know, under five, I just show up. I mean... It's cool. Thank you. Um, it's But it's also like there's a balance, right? Yeah. And you also like have to remember like it's not your show. Right. You know, and there's a vision, yep. you know. But what's beautiful is when folks collab with you. Because as an actor, you do want to feel comfortable. You do want to feel like there's synergy between what you have in your head as this character and what you have on your body yep. as this character. And, you know, that comes from... Like there being synergy on all fronts, you know, whether it's the costume department or the hairstylist or the makeup department, like the makeup artist, you know, um, her and the hairstylist, like they both like sat down with me like, okay, so what are we thinking? Yeah. You know, so we're thinking maybe like white. I started wearing white nail polish all the time based on Insecure because we discussed like Tiffany and we're like, Tiffany would totally just be on the white nail polish front. Like she never even looks at the other colors. She just has her color and she sits down and says, that's become Amanda now. Yeah. I love that. So now I'm just like, you know what it is. Every time. Yeah. White, white, white. And I then, because I love, I'm a creature of habit. Like, I'm a creature of comfort. Yep. Like, I like, so I don't necessarily like routine, but I just like assurance. I like security. So, like, I know that white's going to match with everything. Let's do it. And I used to be like, every color, all the colors. Now I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. That's smart, because I get so stressed out when I go in there, and I'm like, oh, do I want to do a yellow? And and then once I start, I start second-guessing, and I'm like, oh, yellow, is that too summery for right now? And then you don't want to say anything. And No. And then if you're doing gel on your fingers, but regular on your toes, it's like, are they going to match? Right. It's always like a shade off. 
Yeah, no. That's smart. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a leaf from your tree next time and just do white. I mean, it does look great, and it, it makes Tiffany's ring look beautiful. Right. It's very clean. Yes. Yeah. Bling bling that ring. Um. Oh, so you know in the first episode of season two how you've got that pony, that high pony. Oh my god, I'm like obsessed with the high pony look. You've done that in your personal life yeah. too a few times. So are you saying that is a piece? That Absolutely. Hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so neat. It's literally. I'll send you a picture. Yeah. I have like all my hair hanging on like a towel rack in oh, my bathroom. I love that. It's not classic. You're like someday you're like I'll pop that on. I'll yeah. pop on this one. And I just don't. I I don't know about anybody else, but I don't know if it's just like the independent woman in me or what. But I genuinely like being able to just tackle shit myself if I can. Yeah. It's like I just started like doing my makeup myself because. I can't hire a makeup artist every time I need to go somewhere where there's going to be fancy people. It's It's like a grand. It ends up being definitely like through the roof. Yeah. And I'm an artist. Like I'm a painter. So I I was like, you know what? I saw some of your paintings. If you put your mind to it, you can probably like get pretty okay with this. And I feel like I'm getting there. And it was the same with the hair. It was like, you know what? If you just put your mind to it, you can learn how to put this braid in properly. Because sometimes you're not going to be able to hire somebody to come and do it, but you want to have a different look. And so that's I'm, that's goals. That's goals. How did you learn? Would you say just experimenting with makeup or do you watch the YouTubes? So with the makeup, I started really paying attention to the makeup artists who yep. were doing my makeup well. Yeah. You know, and so particularly when I recently did Hip Hop Squares on BH1, the two makeup artists who did my makeup there were this chick, um, well, this dude named Tay Taylor and this chick named Kai. And like both of them just per. Yeah. Nailed it. Shun. Nailed it. And all this time I was thinking they were doing a lot of fanciness in terms of like the product usage, but it was really just how they were using the products. And I didn't realize that she was using the contour to highlight. I mean, sorry, not the contour. She was using the uh, concealer to highlight. Yeah. And I never really watch like the makeup video, so that may be common for other people, but for me it was like, oh, I thought I needed a highlighter to highlight right. and then the contour to contour. And so she was using it in a way that literally, like the way that she mixed it on my face, it was like, how is that that's on the palette, this on my face? Like it looks like two different things. And um, and I don't, I don't like contour. So what I thought was cool was just seeing how, knowing that I don't like contour, how they were blending things to still achieve a look. Yeah. Did you buy any of the stuff that they uh, used on you? Yes, you, I yeah. went and bought the NARS. Um, the two because I NARS was originally using concealer. the NARS creamy concealer, yeah. and I was using it in uh, caramel. But then I also got ginger, and so when you mix, is the ginger two a together, lighter shade? Yes. Yeah, because you you put it underneath your eye area like in a triangle, you can do a little bit lighter, and it like brightens your it whole face. Brightens your whole face, Who and knew? then in your T zone, mm-hmm. and then. Like right here in my chin. And then all of a sudden I have this like five o'clock shadow. I don't even understand why this happens to us as adults. Like my mustache is just like, I'm here. It's it's hormones. I have it too. So I want to get this out of here, but you have to like be out of the sun for like six weeks and I'm going to Africa this week. So (gasps) I was like, this is not the best time. Yeah. Just rock that stash in Africa. I'm going to, yeah. Just stash, 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 Africa. Yeah. I, ble- I bless the stash down in Africa. Africa. Every episode, I somehow do a weird, silly cover. I'm so I loved that you harmonized with me <laughs> uh, going in my life moment memory book. I'll take Excellent. it. Excellent. Um, let's talk a little bit about being like sexy and stylish as a comedian. 
Right, because they say that you can't do it. It's like physically impossible. I saw a tiny clip of you uh, discussing this in, in an interview you did with Fashion Bomb Daily. Um, so, you know, I've run into this problem myself. Because you want people to, quote unquote, take you seriously. Mm-hmm. I've no- I've noticed sometimes if I see comedy, I see comedy a lot, primarily improv and stuff. I, I go to UCB a lot, you know. Um, if a girl comes out, my first thought is, oh my God, look at her cute jeans. Or, oh my-. It like almost takes me out of it. Really? And, well, I don't want it to, but again, I'm like love clothes and stuff yeah. like that. But I just feel like sometimes I've noticed that I get a different reaction sometimes depending on like what I have Absolutely. on or whatever. So I just kind of wanted you to, you know, unpack that a little bit and if you had any anecdotes about what I you've mean, gone through. I mean, there definitely is like a a thing um, with that, like, because we at, at the end of the day are still women under the male gaze. And even if it's not just males looking at, at us like that, like I feel like there's, of course, a lot of women who are still influenced by right. what the male gaze sees. Right. right. I mean, we were all victims of our how we were raised. So that being said, like, I definitely don't, when it comes to stand-up in particular, yeah. I don't want to distract from my jokes on stage. And so the way I've devised to get around that, but I still want to look feel feminine. Yeah. I still don't want to... Because then there's also, like, you have this double-edged sword. On one hand, you're like... You know, I don't want to distract from my jokes, but then you're like, but I will not be a victim to patriarchy's I'm control. You, I'm telling you, you know? our brains, <laughs> we got a lot going on. So in that respect, I'm like, okay, what's the middle ground? And I decided the middle ground was leggings. And okay. I love leggings. I literally, when I was doing music, I have an album called Spandex Rhymes and Soul. And I have a Speaking leggings collection that is worthy of Smithsonian um like an archive. exhibit, yeah. yeah. There's a Smithsonian archive waiting for my <laughs> leggings collection. It's really not a game, and I. But it allows me to kind of like still have my shape. Yep. And, and but but it's almost like the leggings are a part of the joke too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's kind of like a sleight of hand. But there's always been this idea that like you can't be funny and pretty because like oh like if you were pretty you didn't have to be funny etc. You know? Right. I mean we were both late bloomers, so I guess like so it feels like. There's a. It does feel like though that there is a change afoot with that, you know, because I think a lot of us, um, as women, do feel like, nah, fuck that. Like I'm gonna be fly and I'm yeah. gonna be my natural self, and it doesn't take away from my humor. Um, I think there's also just like different experiences that come out of like being attractive and like I have like 20 minutes on catcalling. Uh, just you know, I'm side note. You don't have to be attractive to get catcalled because men will catcall yeah. anything that you, a literally garbage dumpster. Yes, if a, a dumpster with dumpster tits had tits, people would be like, "Oh, you looking, you looking hot today." S- hey, smelly tits. <laughs> you know, so I smell you. <laughs> So in that, so that being said, it's like smelly tits is what they called me in middle school. <laughs> they called me shitty spice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you watch the Bachelorette this season? No. Oh well, one of the Bachelorettes was this guy that I went to high school with <gasps> who called me shitty spice when we were in high school. We will not say his name because he started he doesn't like deserve it. No, and he like put pictures of me on Instagram like I'm so proud of my homegirl Amanda. It's like we don't talk. We're not friends. I'm telling you that that happens. Definitely tried to do the piggyback. I'm like, aren't you? Sh- you have no shame. You went on the Bachelorette, so. Oof. Well, we we wish him light, don't we? Do we? Okay, no, we don't. Take I- that, buddy. Oh yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you were waking up, let's say today, okay. I don't know what else you had on your schedule today. What would like, what's your, like your everyday grab and go look? Like, Sephora cream lip stain is a mm-hmm. huge part. Oh, I have. Okay. I have a note on that. Sephora cream lip stain and Stila has a similar lip stain. Those are two like. I I guessed the color based on what yours looked like in your picture. Um, there's one that you actually tagged it. You put Sephora. And is it Sweet Raspberry? No. No, I tried, damn it. So Sweet the, Raspberry the is of, a little pinker. Yeah. It's a little pinker. It's like yeah. a summer shade. Yeah. It's definitely like my beach look. Yep. Um, it's, this one is literally called like fire. It's oh, something wow. that's very specific. It's like fire fierce. Yeah. So the red, the red gradient is really strong in the Sephora cream lip stain. Um, it doesn't look like it in the bottle, yeah. but once you put it on, you're like, oh, this is different. So raspberry that has a little more magenta. Mm-hmm. In it, um, but Stila makes two. One's called Fierce, and the other one's called Fiery. I mean, and I love the affirmation of those. Like <laughs> putting it on in the morning. Yes, yes, I am fierce today. And both of those, I'm just like a very pragmatic person, so I like the idea that when I put my lipstick on, I don't have to keep applying. Yeah, keep applying, I keep applying. And so you'll see sometimes I'll do Insta videos and like you'll wake, I'll wake up with lipstick on. Yeah. You're like, how did this happen? It's because they like, don't come off. Just didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that far. Like, and a lot of times in my daily life, I don't wear a full face. Like I'll yeah. just wear eye, some conceal, like a little bit of concealer with the NARS. Um, not the one that we talked about, the nar- yeah. the stick. The stick. I'll use the stick, and then I just put on, like, blush and a highlighter. Yeah. So I'll trick myself, y'all, and don't be like me. I'll trick myself sometimes and thinking, like, well, you didn't put a whole foundation on, so you don't really need to take it off. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Get that Clarisonic going. Get it going. And um, I took some screen grabs of, like, your different look, your lip. So there's that. This is a red. Yeah. I'm and big on a red This lip. is the one I thought was... Was sweet raspberry. Oh, that might this have been kind it of then. fuchsia you want. Oh, that's the mask. We'll talk about that. That might that's have been it, though. And then, oh, there's Haley. <laughs> she was like, she went to see Solange last night, and she did a red eye look, and she was so proud of it. Nice. This one is, uh, you were at an Emmys party, but you have kind okay. of a rusty lip, a brown so rusty lip. So that happened by accident. Ooh, okay. Do I even have it? So that is... Ooh. Oh, look how cute that is. This is the new NARS cream lip stain. And uh, that was NARS and done it again. Oh, cute name. And so when I first, first I had put on this um, Bare Minerals uh, Ohm mm-hmm. matte lip stain. I'm into lip stain. Yeah, and mattes. I noticed you're not a gloss gal. I'm not a gloss yeah. gal. I like a matte. Same. And I had used, I actually didn't use this one. I used the Huda Beauty. Oh, yeah. I used the Huda lip stain, but it was like too... I like a nude lip, but I don't like it to look too close to my skin tone. Yep. Because then you look washed out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so it was a little too close, but then I was like, yeah, but I don't want to do like a hard line lip. So I found this NARS one and I just tried it and I was like, oh, and I rarely mix the two. 
Yeah. But it was like... Some it, artistry, see? Bringing those art skills. Yeah. And it, and it brought about a lip that I hadn't done before, so I really liked the rest of it. I'm glad you liked it. I did like it, and I did notice it was a different look for you based on the stuff. And so you did your own makeup. I did do that it. Is that was pretty so good there, right? legit. I'm telling you, I would have never known. <sighs> I mean, look how put together you look. Thank you. So yeah. that was the first time that I was like, I think you may be getting somewhere now. I was expecting you to go, oh, the makeup artist did that. I didn't even look and see what not, what color it was. No, that I was am me. impressed. Yeah. Speaking of lips. Okay. All right. I brought you something. Ooh. So I know you're a matte lip gal. Have you ever used BH Cosmetics? No. BH is a, they're a cruelty-free brand. They're vegan. These are vegan. I picked a color for you. I don't know. I've, it's I've, pinky. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's like a, a, I don't know, like a... Pinky like a purple mauve. mauve. I don't know. If you're into it, it's, I'm into any the color lip is stain. G G and G and E. G and E, baby. G and E. These these do not come off. Thank they do not you. come off. So try it. It's a new one for your arsenal. Oh, I love the color. And I just chose it for you. Like I thought I haven't seen you in this. Who knows? But I then I also the brought you something else. I don't know, like, again, we haven't talked about skincare a lot, but I got sent these. Um, it's this new company called Moonlit Skincare. Okay. And this is Midnight Shift Overnight Facial Oil yeah. for Hydrated Radiance. And the, the be- their, their, their gimmick is that it, in your sleep is when your face regenerates. It says your skin cells regenerate the fastest when you're asleep. So the whole point is this, is like, put this on when you sleep, and it hell, you know, it's just Ooh. extra. I've been doing it on my hands. It's relaxing. It's lavender. I don't know. I love a Have lavender. fun with it. Thank you, Midnight You're Shift. welcome. Oh, and the bottle's super cute. Let's so it'll look cute, like, uh, on the shelf or... Uh, on uh, next to the bed, maybe Lando can uh, take a sniff of it. Isn't it cute? Oh, yes, I like this little wood dropper. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A little wood dropper, oh my very God, it cute. Smells amazing. Yeah, and you know, uh, neck. We're all about creaming the neck on Natch Butte because we got to. You know, I'm starting to get that line from looking at your phone. Oh, that's a line. I mean, it's like I read it. There's a funny name for it. They're calling it like media neck or something like that but it's essentially from like looking like this all day no your neck so i've been like oiling what's this called again oh i said the it wrong decoulete. and i got an email about it decoulete. look at you with the french i think educated. i'm really like she's so educated into the french. i'm going to paris next week oh <gasps> have yeah. you been i have and i like haven't gone in like two years and i know like four years and i'm just like super excited and i'm not going with anybody it's gonna be cold i'm gonna be there for hell. two days by myself and i don't have to talk to Anybody. Yes. Yes. They're not that chatty, the French. I'm just saying, like, sometimes when you travel with people, yes. like, you have to, like, do what they want to yes. do. And sometimes that's great. Yes. But sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to do what you want to do. I literally just want to be able to, like, walk around Paris. Yeah. And get a croissant. Get a croissant. Yeah. And go to La Durée. And, like, I just have, like, my stuff yeah. that I like in Paris. Go to the Champs-Élysées. Yeah. Go to the Louis Vuitton. Ouais. Louis Vuitton. And that's the thing. Like, so this is the first time I'm going to Paris, like, since I've kind of, like, gotten my life more together. So yeah. I feel like I can do, like, yes. a little more shopping. And you can live it up a little bit more. Yeah. I went to Paris uh, last year on my honeymoon. Um, and it Ooh. was, well, it was not. Ooh. We got a crappy Airbnb that ended up being like a hallway. It was so no. tragic. I got food poisoning. No. Um, oh my God. The washer and dryer locked my husband's clothes in them. <gasps> he couldn't get them out. We had to go to the Louvre. He wore a swimsuit to the Louvre. I, that's kind of awesome, actually. It, he was the only person for miles that was in shorts. They were like terry claw shorts. It was it was hilarious. Right. And, and we have that story forever. Forever. But mm-hmm. Paris, we didn't have... 
Paris and I did not get along. It was a little stressful. You know, people I want to go that. back a little yeah, with you more need to money. Go back. Yeah. And it's also like about where you stay. Like I wonder which arrondissement you stayed in. Because I, I always stay in the ninth in Pigalle because I stayed at Hotel Providence for half my trip and uh-huh. it was gorgeous and amazing. Okay. Now where is it? Could I point out to you on a map? Fuck no. But when we're done, maybe I'll tell you. I don't know, I'm a bumpkin. <laughs> but I did love how nobody talks to you like in the Ubers. It wasn't like in LA where they're like, "So, what do you do? Where are you going?" They literally don't speak. No. And uh I did go into the Sephora in Paris and the woman walked up to me start talking to me and I just looked at her like Bonjour. The thing about Paris is like people like if you try, they'll work with you. Yes, that's the key. And sometimes yes. I feel like when people don't try, I'm just like, stop being so gosh darn American. Yes, you gotta like, try. You are not in America. At least say bonjour. That's what everybody told me. They say say bonjour when you enter the mm-hmm. building. Bonjour, Parlez monsieur, You know. And then they usually nine times out of ten they would instantly just start of speaking course. English to me because they heard they how know terrible you my accent speak it. was. Yeah. yeah. You say bonjour, ça va? Parlez anglais. Look at her. Look at you. I tried to. Did you study in school? I didn't, but I'm obsessed. Yeah. Like, and I feel like my my husband is a black man from France. Yeah. Like, or a black man that speaks French. Maybe like, you'll I just meet him when you're there. I need to keep putting that out because yes. that's really what I believe. Put a little Eiffel Tower on your vision board. I'll do that. Yeah. But like with an afro. Yeah. So <laughs> the afro tower. Yeah. Too much. Was, you did it. That was no, I because I set it that. up and then yes. you were like, ah. it was just yeah. too good. I'm here for it. I love that. I burst into tears when I saw the Apple Tower because did I you see get, it at night? I did with the sparkles. Okay, good. It sparkles like nine Apparently minutes they at the hour. They I'm, hate it. I I'm like, you oh, I see love it. it, you know, like like you, it's like people that are obsessed with with Paris. You see like Eiffel Towers on shirts and keychains and stuff, and I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. No, and it's I a burst thing. into tears. But it also like I had food poisoning the day before. Right. Like, I was like <laughs> I had recovered. I like rose from like ashes a like a phoenix. And I was like, here I am, baby. No, it's a thing. It was so beautiful. And I'm we're ex- American. Like we like bright yes. things. I'm excited. I have a good feeling about this trip. Do you? Because oh I really God, honestly I like I've never been to the motherland. I've never been to Africa. Yeah. So and it's you're also going? just like very I'm going to Ghana, Togo, then Paris, and I'm like what an amazing I just feel time. like I'm at a time in my life where I kind of like, I also get to unplug. Like, I'm not yes. going to have my computer. I'm not even going to have Wi-Fi a so lot no of times. So no IG story jumps? I mean, I'm going to try, like, no. when we go into Wi-Fi places. Yeah. Like, so I'll, like, record stuff, like, while we're moving. But it, I won't be as attached to it. And it's not like I don't love being attached to it. And I love, right. like, that folks want to hear what I have to say. And I do feel like I have a lot of positivity yep. and insight to give to folks. But I feel like I need a reset. Yep. I love that. Like, you, I haven't done a reset in, like, I go to Grenada, that's where I'm from, whatever, yeah. but I haven't done, like, a... I have that down here. A reset where, like, I kind of have a brain shift. I haven't done anything like that in a long time. It's so important. I, I saw one of your Instagrams that was, like, you need to prioritize travel, yeah. make it work, and I have said the same thing on several of my Instagrams as well. I mean, I'm broke as fuck, but we try to go somewhere every year. Yeah. We fly in a sardine can in the sky. Yeah. You know, shout out Norwegian Air. But, but you can get cheap. Like there's, listen, there's real ways. Yes. You just have to have the desire. Yes. And it's so important. It builds empathy. I think empathy is the currency of of the world. Say that. Sit next to a person that is from a different country from you and talk and learn. And you literally come home with such a perspective on your life and the world. Everyone needs to get the fuck out of your town, baby. Go somewhere. 
It's so true. When you see how other people live, literally even in America, like yeah. just seeing how other people live, you're just like, huh. Yeah, go to the other side of your own town. Like, so so people were here living this whole time. Yeah, it's huh. insane. It just puts, <laughs> you feel so small. I went to Oklahoma City the other day and I was like, so people have just been here in Oklahoma City yeah, the whole just, time. They're just chilling. And it's like, yes, everyone is where they are the whole time, like yes. figuring it out. Just trying to figure it Everybody's out. Everybody's just trying to figure it out. <sighs> Grenada looks so beautiful. Grenada is perfection. Do you go a lot? I mean, a lot is a strong word. Like, Grenada has one flight a day. Yeah. So you can't even really, like, go a lot if yeah. you want to. And now that I live in L.A., it's a lot tougher yeah. and a lot more expensive. Yeah. Um, but I try and go two times a year. Like, I try and really make it my business. This time, I literally was just like, I need to go to Grenada. Yeah. And then I just made, like, time to go. Do you have family there? I do have family there. And, you know, I'm an only child, so also, like, my family extends to, like, my friends. Yeah. But for it's weird, like, Grenada is such a, it's such a home for me that it, it's almost like the island itself is family, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't need, I don't even need to really talk to people. Like yeah. I just, you're I know with, my. You're with your family. I'm with my, like I know my places. I know how to get there. Like I rent a car now and drive. My mom can't stand it, but it is what it is. Like yeah. I'm not going to be chained. Do they have a lot of cars on the island? Now they do, which is pretty sucky because it's like the traffic has gotten worse. So, but it's just like. And I didn't get to really reset when I went this last time because I was so still connected to like, we did a photo shoot and we're doing this. And I had like deals that were kind of happening at the same time. So as much as I want to be like, they'll handle it. I'm very hands on. So I'm like, can I get a download? Fill me in. So I'm really like, you don't understand how much I'm like, go to Africa no matter what happens. Just like, just relax. I cannot wait. I mean, I know you're going to not be on your phone, but I want to see, baby. I want to see it all. you're also going to see because like. I went, like, my clothes are... Like, oh, yeah. That's a perfect segue. Let's talk about fashion a little bit. Okay. I have a quote from you. Uh, I don't know this article, but it was one some article you did, and you said, talking about your career and, and the changes of your career. I mean, you're like a cat with these nine lives, all the careers you've had <laughs> in your short time on this earth. You've done it all. You said, opportunity meets preparedness because I've been grinding a really long time and I've been broke for a lot of years. I may not have looked like it because if you're fly, you don't need a dollar. You just need charisma. I was writing hope as currency for a very long time. Oh, it's from The Breakfast Club. Oh, was it? I yeah. listened to that. That's from the back. So, listen, that resonated with me. I've always said, fake it till you make it. That's my motto in life. Um, I'm all about the clearance rack life. I'm all about the, you know. But I was just like, you look fly, all the beautiful colors, all your clothes. And I, you do tag some designers. I was like, maybe just shout out a few of these designers that you like. Like, I am a huge Mara Hoffman fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where now people are like, is Mara Hoffman going to like put you on like as a model because like you really like support her stuff all the yeah. time and I'm I'm I cannot express to you how much I and you know how I got put on Tamara Hoffman? My dentist. What? My dentist in New York was like, I, you always wear prints. You should look at Mara Hoffman. And ever since then, you know, at first it was like, well, I can look at Mara Hoffman. I can't purchase yeah. Mara Hoffman. And then it became like, okay, just wait for the sales. Wait for the sales. Wait for the sales. And... You know, now... Amanda Sales, baby. Hey, hey. <laughs> and so she's, like, huge. And I'm a Gucci gal. Like, I really... Yeah. 
I really love Miss Gucci. I I love Zara, then I shouldn't. I shouldn't love Zara because they're fast fashion, which is not good right. for the environment. I was going to ask you about Zara because I feel like I've seen a lot of tags. I will say Zara is very uh, inclusive for uh, for their uh, sizes. Yes, they got they plus even change their sizes. They have curvy. They have they tall. They no, have that's petite. no. You're thinking of ASOS. You're right. I am thinking of ASOS, and it, and that's actually factual though. They are incredibly. But they, you tag ASOS a lot. I do tag yes. ASOS a lot. Um. If you look at the ASOS homepage right now, like they have like a banner. Yeah. And it's like so, it's just dope to see how many different images that they have in this banner. And you're just like, this is what I'm talking about when I say inclusive. Yes. Uh, Zara, though, they are fast fashion. So it's like a bit irresponsible. I will tell you all that right here. Yes. You know, I. I, We're all doing our best. That's my, that's my shitty like if I'm gonna have one shitty thing that I contribute to this earth it's that I buy fast fashion from Zara yeah yeah. Okay. But listen, like I said, I always say on Attribute, we just do our best. You have a lot of uh, platforms, you know? <laughs> so you're, you're changing the world. You're making the world better. If you want to buy a three ninety nine top every once in a while, <laughs> God bless you. Like this dress is Zara. But it has like... It's really cute. It makes me feel like a witch. And I am a yeah, witch. And really it has cute. like, you know, the Libra sign and the Cancer sign. And it has like different um, celestial things. Yes. You look you like a, tar- a sexy tarot card. Yes, yes. I look like an actual living tarot I'm card. I'm about like, the read life. Read me. Read are me. Are you super in it? Because I just saw that you were Cancer because I saw your birthday and my parents are both Cancers. So Ooh. I just wanted to bring that up. You know, I'm a, a double Cancer baby, I guess. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. We are a lot. Really? In the best way possible. I don't know. I mean, I aren't all parents a lot in their own way? I was going to say, I mean, we're just very sensitive mm-hmm. and we're very loyal. And Those are both true for uh, Scorpios as well, which yes. is what I well, am. Well, Scorpios and Cancers are yep. a perfect match. Yep, yep. Scorpios and Cancers and Virgos and Cancers. Water signs represent. My yep. husband's a Taurus, but. No, Taurus is also a perfect oh, nice. match for Cancer. So I wonder if it's nice. also. I mean, we are just warm, like, and we, but we also have that hard exterior. So it's like. That's Scorpios too? Yeah. All the We're very sensitive. I mean, I, the other brand I was going to mention too that I really like that I just discovered is Mac, Mac, wait, let me say it right. Maclosa. Yep. We have that on South African designer. Yep. Yep. And I love his stuff. Like, so it's spelled M A X H O S A. And, um, it's Such just like beautiful colors. The colorway, right? Oh my god. I saw this picture. I clicked on his Instagram from yours. I mean, it was like this woman in a black and white but different print and these beautiful earrings. I was just like, I'm about this. Yeah. And he just got commissioned to do um something at the MoMA in <gasps> New York in the Museum of Modern Art. So yeah, that's another designer that I, I really like. There you go. Do you have any tips for somebody? Let's say there's somebody out there who wants to like up the game and maybe buy some prints and fun things, but they don't have that much money. They're trying. Yeah. I mean, listen, like always remember that everything trickles down in fashion. So if it starts on a Versace runway, it ends in a Forever 21 right. window. Right. Um, so like stuff is not. Just like, oh, this is for rich people and this is not. Like, I feel like all, at the end of at the end of the cycle, you see like how things get translated. Yeah. And then the unique thing is trying to find like the translations that aren't a, a complete bite, right? right? So like something that Zara is like pretty good at is like they'll bite a bigger brand, but then they'll like put their own spin on it, so it doesn't feel like a whole bite. It just feels like this is the Zara version. I'm telling of this. you, they've 
I, I think I've told this story on Nashby before. I bought these Steve Madden shoes in high school, and they were so cute. And then every other girl had them, and I was like, oh, those Steve Madden. She goes, I got these at Target. We took them yes. all and compared. They same, were the same. same. The same. Same. Even the stitching was yes. the same. It, the only thing that, especially in shoes, what I've learned is the biggest difference is in the sole, the comfort in the sole. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll feel the difference of, like, how much insulation they've put in the sole that protects your foot when you're walking. Yeah. You know? So, like, sometimes you're just like, it looks the same, but you're like, yes, but this feels like cardboard. Walking in a cheap shoe is it's a doozy Mm -hmm. but you have to do it sometimes you know suck it up I suggest um, like fast fashion is never something that I necessarily want to like promote right but at the at the behest of trying to look cute you don't have to necessarily buy so much fast fashion right like I have forever 21 pieces me too I have stuff that I've never, like, I didn't buy it to dispose of it. You know, same at H&M. Like, I didn't buy it to dispose of it. So what I try to do is I try to buy pieces now instead of just buying stuff that I'm just going to, like, have for five seconds. And it dissolves after you wear it once. Yes. Yeah. But the key is, like, just trying to explore. And that is the actual, well, that's also the flip side of fast fashion, too. It's like, you can try shit out and it doesn't feel like it's like, I have to marry this because right. I paid a hundred something dollars for it. Yeah, because the trends come and go and you're like, I, you know, the, like cutouts. There's like cutouts and everything now. And can I get my shoulders back? Right. Can I get my Where shoulders back? Where have the shoulders been? Where have all the shoulders, shoulders gone? Been? Oh, oh, okay. A little Paula Cole. I'm, I'm okay with that. EPA. I am okay with that. You watch Dawson's Creek? You know what's funny? I didn't even ever really watch Dawson's, but I just I just know the theme song. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? But you know what's funny is when it was on Netflix, I guess they didn't get the Paula Cole rights, so they changed the theme song to this Mm-mm. this Bucci one. I was just like, what? Not the same. I was not having Disrespectful. that. It was. I mean, we need Paula, damn it. Oh, yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's talk about hair. Okay. So right now you have braids. Mm -hmm. Without the braids, you have your curls. Yes. There are so many curly listeners, curly head listeners. Everybody wants to know what you use, your conditioning. I don't know much about it, obviously. I got Mm -hmm. the straightest hair in the world. But I would love if you would just maybe share some of your secrets over the years, any products you really enjoy, brands you like. So one of the key things with my hair... Excuse me, is the fact that it's colored, mm-hmm. um, which is common, yeah. right? But when you have color, especially in curly natural hair, like my hair is typically already dry. Yeah. And there's this thing in the black women's hair community that's like hair types now that where they have like 4B and 3C curl and all this crap. And yeah. it's a bunch of bullshit. Like it's just something that's being used in my opinion to create more divisiveness amongst women which and, and create more dollars for businesses. Right. And I'm not here for none of that shit. The reality is is you got to know the porousness of your hair. You got to know how much water your hair holds. How how much moisture does your hair hold? And that is how you determine the product that you, sh- that you need to use. How often you should do um, 
a hot oil treatment, you know, how often you should deep condition. Some people shouldn't be deep conditioning every week right. because, like, your hair is brittle, you know, and it's already, like, you're putting too much chemicals in it anyway. But for me, I have pretty, like, middle-of-the-road hair. Like, the what the color did is it didn't make it brittle, but it just made it a little less porous. Like, mm-hmm. it made it where it needs a little more moisture on a regular basis. And so... What I found was that I was going to have to mix two products. So I used to only use this, like, Shea Moisture, um, creamy, a coconut light. It was like a custard. Mm -hmm. But then Shea Moisture came out with advertising that had, like, very little inclusion of black women. And it was, like, a whole thing. And it just felt like a slap in the face because... A lot of us have been using Shea Moisture since it felt like it was being sold out of Masterpiece Trunk. Um, and, and then like... Make them Shea Moisture! You know, it's like... And now... I was it, wondering if that was uh, a black brand. Well, it was originally to my understanding, but then now like their entire marketing team is all white women. Interesting. Which... You know, listen, I'm all about inclusiveness, et cetera, but there's no way that four white women is the best choice to market to a um, to market to a brand that's literally called Shea Moisture and the other one is Nubian Heritage. Yeah. Like that just seems like mm, impractical. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I was like, let me explore some other products um, that I feel like are more responsible in terms of their hiring practices and in terms of their marketing practices. So that was when my friend put me onto Alafia. Oh, okay. So Alafia is based in Togo, and they actually do. Uh, they're like a 100% fair trade company. They're so fair trade that they had to get a different certification of fair trade because the other people that are getting that certification aren't doing what they're doing. So like 90% of their profits go back to the community. Uh, they're sold in like Whole Foods and kind of like more higher end places because if you sell in like a Walmart, et cetera, it kind of right. like lowers the value. Um, but the beauty feel, the beauty, the beautiful thing about it is that the people who are making the products like are from where the products are made and it's like, all women that are being employed to encourage economic empowerment. They're using their they're using their profits to help uh, eradicate FGM. Uh, and when I had, I was like on Instagram saying like I want to find a different product. Yeah, my homeboy had them send me a basket. Heck yeah. And uh, you can feel just how natural the products are. So they do hair products and skin. And they're the company that's br- they're bringing me to Africa. <gasps> that's so cool. Yeah. Because so are you going to get to see? I'm going to get to oh. see the process and like see you the. You might have to come back and tell me about that. I might. Because they were like, it's my homeboy who would went. He was like, you're going to. He was like the, the amount of crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That takes place. Um, so they they're a really good product. And they are like you can get it on Amazon as well. But they the naturalness of their products is really interesting. They have a wide range of products too, so it's not just for curly girls. Yeah, so there's some for me I could yes, check it out. Yes, Very um, cool. So the the thing that I've been using right now is like I'll just wash my hair. I use Hair Rules, uh, which is the the salon that I go to in New York. They have a line of products and it's not that they're like very well known, but the products are very well made. They're creamy they're a creamy shampoo and a creamy conditioner as opposed to alcohol. So a lot of people don't understand that like when you have black hair, the alcohol is what kills us. So white girl hair has more oil. So the alcohol is fine because it's stripping, it's taking the, the oil, the oil out. Mm-hmm. We need the oil in. And so you can't use the products with all the alcohol because it's going to strip the oil. And so you got to use the creamy lotion shampoo that doesn't have a lather. And sometimes you feel like, well, if it doesn't have a lather, it ain't working. It does. It feels very weird because yeah. we're conditioned to think that's what we're supposed to have. 
But you realize that, like, no, the lather is the problem yeah. for, for hair like mine. So I use Hair Rule shampoo and conditioner. Um, and then Felicia Leatherwood, who's our hairstylist on Insecure, and she has a... Basically, she's like the natural hair lista out here in L.A. She has a brush. It's a detangler brush. Wow. And this brush is like a change your life brush. Because in that shower. Do your curls with it? Yeah. Well, in the shower, like when you're combing your hair through, like you don't want to break your curls and you don't want to get breakage. And sometimes like the the knots that happen over the course of just, you know. Yeah. You know, like when you're frolicking, you know. So I use that in the shower to to detangle it. When I get out the shower, what I've started doing is combining Miel Organics, M-I-E-L-L-E. They have a leave-in conditioner. I combine that with Cream of Nature Foam. What's it called? It's a cream of nature foam. Okay, I'll there's put only, all this only on HB.com. So yes, everyone there's can only check it out. there's only one, but it's the it's the spray. So whoever's listening right now is like, bitch, it's the, it's the like someone's yes, listening right sure, now for sure. So what I found is that the com- combination of those two things really helped to define my curls without them feeling too oily or too heavy, and I get a really good second day. Because that's always the doozy with the curls. Right. It's like you get that first day pop and the second day they're like, Bleh. yeah. So when I was when I was using one or the other, it was like the Miel was making it too oily um, and making it kind of like too heavy. Because I told you with, with black hair products, they try and have oil right. in it, right? But it was too heavy. And then with the cream of nature, it was too crunchy because it's more of like a, a mousse. It's a foam mousse. Ah, that's what it is. It's a cream of nature styling mousse. Excellent. So when I, combined it, when I combined the two, I comb it through. And then I kind of like run my fingers through the roots and kind of like just shake up the roots a little bit. And then I just hit the road. Wow. You don't have to dry it or anything. Because if I diffuse it, sometimes I'll diffuse it if I like know that I have to go on camera or whatever. But it's always like best for me when I let it air dry. The curls always more natural. And I found that like when I, after I had that like debacle with the, with the heat, I'm such a just, ooh. So I'm just like such a Nancy. I'm a negative Nancy about, about heat. Get I'm just like, no. Heat. Don't. I've grabbed someone's wrist on accident. Like, just like oh, my... Oh, keep the heat away Because they started me. doing it without asking. And yeah. it was like my instinct was like, no. I love that. Again, the under five life, I let them do whatever they want. Don't. Stop that. I don't yeah. like that. I've heard you say that a number of times. That's I not know. fair. Um, you know. Listen. Under five life doesn't mean that people can just do whatever they want. You're right. You still... I need to learn from you. That's no, why you're here. But there's a way. Like, it's all about just how you approach things. Right. You know, like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, what do right. you feel comfortable with? Yeah. You know, and even if they have an attitude, go fuck their attitude. Like, why yeah. do you have an attitude with me not feeling comfortable with this? I know. I need this in my life. I you need know, this like, right now. I but need I feel this. like a lot of us, we've all come, we come up through the ranks in different lines of work, et cetera, right. and we always are talking to feel like you're just lucky to be here. Right. You're just happy to be here. Take whatever they can give you, especially women. I'm just such a pleaser, you know? It's All such a us. thing. That's why we end up with narcissists. Right. Not you, perhaps. Oh, but. I heard that rant. I heard you talk but about that. But it's a real thing. Yeah. You just want to not be the difficult one. Like, right. I just found out that apparently I told somebody they were ignorant on a set. And I thought about it and I was like, I don't even remember that happening. But if I said that, they must have been ignorant. Yeah, you know, listen, you know, it's all... <laughs> I was like, if I said I, that, that was prompted. Yeah. You know, listen, I see, I tell like I see it, okay? Maybe step it up a little bit. BioClarity. One word, but a lot to unpack. BioClarity will help you with your skincare routine because your skin is your face, and your face is you. You are your skin. If you're confused, then I'm doing it right. Let me unpack this for you. 
BioClarity is delivered straight to you, easy to use, twice daily, three-step system that's natural. Twice daily, three steps, that is two times three, that is six. Six uses. Without harsh chemicals, BioClarity helps you maintain clear skin, makes you feel confident to take on your day. I use BioClarity. My skin looks great. I'll be honest, okay? It's not about being humble. Sometimes you just got to be honest. My skin looks great. BioClarity, baby. Let me tell you a little bit more about it, okay? Your face is no place for weird, harsh chemicals. BioClarity uses naturally derived ingredients with amazing benefits. BioClarity is unlike traditional acne treatments because... It combines the power of prescription-grade salicylic acid with restorative Floralux. That is an ingredient derived from chlorophyll. And it's green and never mean to your skin. I've talked about it before. I love me some Floralux. It also stops acne before it starts by attacking acne-causing bacteria. It soothes your skin. It reduces redness and pore size. It is suitable for all skin types. It is dermatologist-developed, tested, and recommended. And most importantly, BioClarity is 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, and gluten-free. Just like your favorite lunch. Am I right? So, you need to get your hands on some BioClarity. Because what did I say before? Your skin is your face. Your face is you. You are your skin. It's not that hard. I made that up and I love it. So you need to go to BioClarity.com. Okay? Once you're there, my listeners are going to get their first month for only $9.95. Plus, we got that free shipping. All you got to do is enter the code NATCH. N-A-T-C-H. That's easy to remember, baby. Because BioClarity is Natch, baby, just like me. So don't forget, bioclarity.com, enter code Natch. You're going to get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping, okay? Finally, an acne treatment that actually works, BioClarity. Oh, yeah. Well, we're getting uh, near the end here. Oh. I was just wondering, I don't know if you noticed my shirt. Of course I noticed your shirt. So I'm wearing an MTV shirt. Yes. MTV pretty much raised me. Okay. Um... I couldn't get enough of it, all of it. And the fact that you were an MTV VJ is like <laughs> the coolest. So I was just for my own, per- you know, this is my, my podcast. I can do what I want. I was like, like, let's talk a little bit about like anything you want to share about the MTV days, like a fun story you have or like, I don't know, maybe something fun or, or maybe something not fun. I don't know. Just if you have anything like uh, you met somebody really cool or something crazy happened or how did you get that job? I was going to say, I think that's honestly like the most interesting part because yeah. it's like such an elusive job that you're just like, I'm how telling does you one... Every kid grows up and wants to be the... Vi- I wanted to be Carson Daly on TRL. I wanted right. to be Carson Daly. Like, how does one do this? And I was that kid too. I yeah. was like, I want to be a VJ. Yes. I want to be a VJ. I would tell everybody, I'm going to be a VJ. Yeah. I'm going to be a VJ. So when I was a senior in college at the at SUNY Purchase in New York I uh I was doing spoken word a lot of, that was like really popping at the time I was doing spoken word poetry and I they had just done like the find a VJ thing remember yes, like Jesse yes, Camp wanna be a VJ baby I Dave looked him Holmes. up the other day just to see what he's oh. up to well, remember, like, both of them had, like, yeah. won it. And look at Dave Holmes. He's killing it. He's killing it. Jesse is, like, a used car salesman somewhere now or something. Oh, well. No, I think he's still doing music. Okay. Well, yeah. good for him. Yeah. But I definitely was like, well, how am I going to get to do that? Like, am I going to go in this casting call or whatever? Yeah. So that never, like, transpired. But I ended up at this, like, spoken word event. And Caduce, who used to be a host on TRL, was at the event. And I came up to him and I literally was like, you're on MTV and I need to be on MTV. Yeah. So we need to stay in touch. Seize the opportunity. I don't even know, like, who I think I am that I just, like walked up and said that because it was very like get shorty you know we should all be more assertive 
<laughs> with our careers. So I went up to him and said that. He was like, cool, because Caduce is the nicest guy ever. So he's like, cool, no problem. So we literally just stayed in touch. Yeah. And I mean, I had also performed, so he like knew that I wasn't just like yeah. a random broad. And... Then there would be like these like false starts. So like over the next two years, he would like hit me and be like, "Hey, like they may have be like this opening, like this audition." And it's like, "Oh no, never mind, never mind." And then it was like another time, no, never mind. So then Kanye West dropped his album in two thousand three. He dropped College Dropout. Yep. I was working at Sirius Satellite Radio. Jesus walks. Yes, yep. all of that. I was working at Work Sirius Satellite Radio. And Which is I had also to- so cool. I'm a Sirius subscriber. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. So I interviewed him that day. And I don't know why, but I got fixated on he was doing a show that night at this place called Webster Hall. And I just got fixated on the fact that I needed to be in VIP. I didn't even care about shit like that anymore. Like, I mean, at that time. Now I care about it only because I'm old and I don't want to stand yeah. in the pit the whole time. Yeah. And like people just around me just can be a little bit like, it's ah. a lot. It's a lot. So I'll like pay for the ticket and then be, hit the artist. Like, can you have me in VIP? But at this time, like, I wasn't that. Like, I was 03. I was all of 23. Yeah. And it was a great year, 03. It was a good time. Yeah. And no, 03, I was 21. I was 21, and I was just like, I'm going to make this happen. Like, I don't know how, but I'm going to be in VIP. So I talked to the security guard, and he was like, well, meet us after. Long story short, that night was like an adventures in babysitting. Like, I <laughs> went to go meet them at Fallon or the, the Tonight Show, but then, like, it was, like, two degrees outside, and they had all these... He was like, meet us in front of the black car. And I get there, and there's, like, 20 cars. black cars. I'm like, I don't even know which one. I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm just, like, standing around the corner, like, looking mad suspicious. Finally, they come out, and I'm like, I run over, like, hey. So then they're like, okay, come in the car. So I get in the car, then we drive to, like, some random apartment in the Lower East Side, and, like... Him and John Legend go in an apartment, and it's like home. It's like Home Alone when you just see the shadows in the yeah. window, <laughs> rocking around. Okay, so they're like up there, and there's like a bunch. There's like a whole party going on, and, like, and you're like, are these real people? Are these <laughs> right? Are clowns? these blow up clowns? Yeah. Are these paper dolls? It's like 6 p.m. They're having a full on party. I'm just like, what is happening? Well, why and weren't I'm, you allowed to go up? I, they didn't even know I was there. Oh, I'm in the it, front with yes. the security guard, got with it. Barry, and he's like going in the corner store. I'm like, can you get me some hot tamales? <laughs> you know, like I'm just trying to do the best that I can with my life at the time. So then he's like, all right, all right, we're about to go to the venue. So then we go to the venue. I like almost get lost in the shuffle in the mayhem of going in, and I have to be like, please, are you, please. So I get in. I'm in VIP. Yeah, there we go. I'm Work in VIP. Out. I'm like, you did it, bitch. You did it. Yes. And I run into Caduce. <gasps> And I'm like, yo, deuce, deuce, I haven't seen you forever. And he was like, yo, they're hiring. I'm going to get you an audition. Oh, my God. And within two weeks, I had the job. Do you think if you hadn't run into him that you wouldn't I pro- have gone I up tell- on his... That's why, I, yeah. that's why I took the time to tell you that whole I'm story. I'm telling you. If I hadn't, for some reason, I just decided I needed to be in VIP. And the reason I say this is because what VIP at that time meant was I felt like I need to be elevated. Yes. I don't know... What, I just was like, you need to be in an elevated position in this. And what I found in my life is that, like, whenever I decide, like, you know what? You need to elevate. Sometimes, like, we trick ourselves into thinking that, like, wanting elevation is immodest. We think that it's lacking humility. And one of my biggest things I've had to work on is, like, no, that's wanting the best for yourself. That's wanting to have an opportunity to live at a certain level of your worth. And elevation doesn't necessarily have to be material-based. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be monetary at all. Like, it can be about just what you're consuming in terms of your food. It could be about the amount of sleep you're allowing yourself to have. I need to hear this. It's all these things. Like, And when you decide to elevate 
in whatever fashion that means in a real way, you're telling the universe and you're telling yourself, like, I deserve better. And I've, I've noticed that every time I do that, better genuinely comes to me. It comes to me. And so if I hadn't decided, like, no, you know what? Tonight, I deserve VIP. I deserve VIP. And next thing I knew, I booked this job. So all of us out here need to, like, do that. And then in terms of our beauty and how we present ourselves, like, elevating is just about, like, you deciding, like, you know what? I can do what I want to do on my own rules and yep. my own terms. I mean, that's the most beautiful message that you could share with us today. That's also the message of Nash Butte is just self-care. Yeah. Whatever that is to you. And but so- define it. Because I feel like that's the problem. A lot of us don't define what our self-care is. I'm working on right now defining what it means to pour into Amanda. Oh, I love that. That might be the name of this episode. You're good at titles. What can I say? I kind of am. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 an art. Thank People you. in suits, uh, in, in you know, high above us in the towers downtown, get paid a lot of money yeah. for things like that. So you have a gift. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you ta- uh, tell us some of your tags on social media and also any upcoming projects you want to tell us about? Go ahead and plug those. So you know, you can follow me on Instagram, Amanda Seals. That's Amanda, and then S E A L E S. And I have that same on YouTube as well as on. Uh, Twitter on Facebook it's Amanda Seals TV um and uh, sorry I'm blanking I was blank when people ask me like what are you doing I'm yeah, like I'm here so I'm much, right here on the so podcast much, you have so much <laughs> going on though so I do a monthly show in LA called Smart Funny and Black yep. so you can check that out we at this point kind of sell out like within 24 hours so I post it on my Instagram so you kind of just have to look out for that we do it at Nerd Melt here in LA uh, we are also working on bringing that to a bigger platform so look out for that because that's on its way uh, I'll be actually hitting the road for a lot of stand-up shows coming in the next two months so perfect the biggest takeaway from this is uh, from this part of the show is follow me on Instagram yes that's where you can see what is going on <laughs> yeah. and my Insta stories have become this kind of like place of information from a lot of different things so whether it's pop culture or social commentary or self-help or just like me and my cat Lando Um, but it allows me to connect with folks in a really genuine way that I never knew was going to happen and then um you know, Insecure is coming back next season. Um, I'm also on Animals next season <gasps> on HBO. Hey, they record that in here. Yes, they do. Oh, we're in yeah. the booth right now, baby. That's cool. So, Can you say what animal you are? No. Oh, um, everybody guess. Everybody <laughs> guess to themselves. So there's a lot of fun stuff uh, coming that is really just like on the ground stuff. And that's the cool part. It's like, don't get me wrong. I love this TV stuff, movies, et cetera. But I love the opportunity to like go to different cities and perform for people. So please look out on my Instagram for when I'm coming to your city. Uh, You know, I'll be coming. I'm coming to Iowa. Ooh, that'll right. be fun. Hey, if you're a if you're an Iowa listener to Natch Butte, you tell Amanda you heard her on here. So I'm gonna post uh, a calendar shortly, but thank you for having me and yeah, thank you. This thanks was for having so a podcast fun. Like this. Oh, thank you. It always come back anytime. I can't wait to hear about your trip. Yeah. And uh if everyone listening, I know you're probably like, Oh, I wanna know those products, but I didn't have a chance to write them down. Don't worry. Nashbutte.com, yeah. the episode guy comes out every episode, everything will be listed. We can find the links, everything. Amanda's social media will be listed. So yeah. don't you Worry. Nashview.com. Thank you so much, Amanda. I'm also going to Cuba in November, so we'll have some things to talk oh about. Oh, my gosh. I'm jet... These travels. Jet setting. I know. We almost booked a trip to Spain Ooh. because the Norwegian air flights were like $220. Yes. So, I've never been. I love Salvador Dali. I said, let's go to Spain, baby. 
But we didn't book it yet. But I will. Book it. You got my word. I will book it. Elevate. For you. Elevate, baby. Don't forget, everybody. Cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh.